welcome to episode 163 of The Digital Life, a show about our insights on the future of design and technology. I'm your host, John Follett, and with me is founder and co-host, Dirk Niemeyer. Hey, John. Hey, Dirk. For our podcast this week, we're going to talk a little bit about that great American pastime, which is which is baseball. Dirk, are, are you a... Uh, baseball fan or or do you just uh watch the game on on occasion uh you know when i was younger as a child teenager maybe young adult i was interested in baseball but it's been a really long time now and i watch the game on no occasion okay so the reason that we're talking about baseball on a on a future technology show is that the associated press recently announced that it's now covering minor league baseball games uh, on a national basis using artificial intelligence and software from a company called Automated Insights. So they, uh, this, this software company takes the uh, MLB uh, data and uh, you know the, the stats from, uh, from minor league baseball, and it um, basically generates a narrative that then goes over the the AP wire, and and the AP even has uh, an editor who's specifically, um, you know, his or her job is is specifically to to look at this um, content that's being generated by the AI, um, and you know, making sure that you know it passes muster. So so they do have a a human in the loop, but uh, what's what's really fascinating, I think, is is this this use of of technology to create the the human uh, interface, right? Which is the text uh, is is created by the AI, and you know, you, I kind of feel like you know when when you think about baseball and the long history of the game, uh, you you think about this uh, uh, all all the human achievements that go along with it. And and it's also, of course, very important as part of our uh, national culture. So so to see uh, this take place, which is you know essentially the AP does not have enough reporters to cover minor league baseball games. Uh, so so now it has this this AI reporter. And uh, if you don't mind, I'm going to read uh, a sentence or two from uh, uh, a game uh, that was. You know, written by by an AI. So so here it is. Now, John, so, do, do so in your best artificial intelligence voice. Okay, oh. I'll, I'll try. <laughs> uh, oh God, this is going to be bad. Uh, State College, PA. Dylan Tice was hit by a pitch with the bases loaded, with one out in the eleventh inning, giving the State College Spikes a nine to eight victory over the Brooklyn Cyclones on Wednesday. What do you think? I thought you sounded great, actually. <laughs> well done. Well done. So, so you can see how the um, uh, it's a very utilitarian um, first line there. It, it goes on to uh, talk about uh, the game-winning run and uh, uh, you know the 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 double play that preceded it, uh, etc., and and the score throughout the game. So it's it's very much a um, it, it, it doesn't even rise to the level of a junior reporter um, recording this be, because there there's no flavor per se, or at least there's no flavor injected yet into into this reporting. It's pure data 
transferred to narrative. Now, at some point in the future, I, I would hope I would hope that uh, automated insights working in conjunction with MLB will come up with some some game flavor, so so no human actually has to do what I did and, and read that um, uh, read that copy because it's extremely dull. Um, now, automated insights actually provides this service to to other. Um, companies besides MLB, uh, you know, including uh, companies reporting earnings, right? Or uh, uh, if if you if you have a uh, like Edmunds.com, I think uses them to for to uh, describe their cars. You know, they've certainly got uh, thousands and thousands of cars on on their website, so they need some kind of narrative for each one of those, and that's generated by AI. But one of the things that I enjoy about baseball is the uh, the narrative, right? The 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 flavor of that, the uh, the tension, the um, the writing, frankly. So so for me, this this is not compelling writing. Dirk, what's what's your take on this first foray of of you know transferring pure data into narrative? So I don't have the the right language from the standpoint of journalism and and publishing. So I'm gonna w w the way I'm gonna communicate this is gonna be clumsy. There's somebody who immediately is gonna be out there saying, "Oh, the right word for this is this." But right, um, the, the the sort of short rundown game summary structure, even when it was written by humans, had that similar sterile. Mm -hmm. feel to it. Like there is in the context of sports reporting a genre is the wrong word, but there, there are, this is just a basic boring game and sort mm -hmm. of here's the facts rundown of it. Humans have done that crap for a long time. Right. And, yep. and so, um, I don't think it's particularly remarkable or unremarkable that what the AI is producing in this case is, sterile because what the humans produced in this case <laughs> is is also sterile um my question is more would the ai be capable of more like it's it's very safe to have the ai do this sterile thing um and uh, you know as you pointed out the article mentions that and and to me this was the the more interesting part of it that the article mentions this is already being done for earnings reports and cars mm -hmm. and, and other stuff well none of that is getting big write-ups right mm -hmm. um and so like what what is it that's sort of romantic about baseball and sports right. and our relationship with it that now this becomes a story even though what's being done here in the baseball context is just as pro forma and bland and and sort of lack of imagination and, you know, representation of just sort of human scale of cranking things out at scale. Mm -hmm. Yet now, now that it's a baseball story, it's, it's a headline. It's something that, you know, we're able to be exposed to through the wonderful world of liking and uh, retweeting. Um, right. You know. uh, yeah. so to, to me, that's that's fascinating. And particularly because, you know, you talked about the romance of the narrative and, and why that makes it important to you. But what's happening here is not has nothing, absolutely nothing to do with that. Um, yet just the context of baseball and the tradition of romance and narrative um, elevate this in a way that from a technological perspective, from a theoretical job taking perspective, um, the, the story was even more um, important at the earlier point when they started to do this for, for corporate earnings uh, instead of minor league baseball stuff. So 
I think there's kind of a lot of a lot of interesting things layered in here to to look at and talk about. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. So uh, just to be clear, this is minor league baseball. So the AI is not taking anyone's job here. It's uh, you know they're they're not going to send a reporter out. It is not the World Series. Although I would love, uh, hopefully. Uh, uh, these guys at Automated Insights will give us, uh, you know, some World Series reporting as well, because I'd be fascinated to to compare the two, right? Uh, you, you talked about the uh, uh, the romance, or we've talked about the romance of, of the narrative. Uh, part of that, uh, at least for me, goes back to uh, the idea of sports as the greatest unscripted drama, right? So we have the, the scripted dramas, which we love uh, in television and the movies, but what's so attractive about sports events is that you don't know how it's going to turn out and nobody else does either. So there's this immediacy, this um, uh, of, of human effort that, uh, um, that makes us, you know, love sports. Um, I, so, think, I think even more than that, it's it's sort of shared interest, right? It's there's this thing that many of us feel attached to and are rooting for. It's it's the classic our being being becoming part of something bigger than ourselves, right? And so and so to have some of that mechanized, um, you know, seems fe- feels a little weird. Um, but you know, of all the sports, um, or or you know, you know, the the sort of uh, larger leagues in in the United States, baseball, I think, has definitely has a fraught relationship with technology. You have the uh, statistics loving sort of Bill James acolytes, a la Moneyball, who you know sort of believe that the numbers can tell you quite a bit about what a player can do, and that uh, there are different uh, ways to take advantage. Uh, if if you can understand statistics and sort of where the value in 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 specific players may be, now not all of uh, you know baseball management thinks that way. So so there are a few teams, or you know there are probably very many teams at this point who are leveraging that technology. But there's always been this tension, um, you know, where where it. it it's kind of this unholy marriage, right? The statistics uh, are are not a replacement for the human eyeball, so so called. So, so a ba- a baseball, I think, just because of its longevity and because of its um, priority as a national, as the national pastime, so called. But you know, now of course we all know that that's that's mostly football. But um, baseball's sort of sort of high. Um, position in in our society has has uh, all contributed to that that um, that tension with technology. So I think for myself, um, you know, when I when I think of uh, the reporter at the baseball game, I I kind of harken back to like the 1950s guy in the fedora hat, you know, with you know the the um, reporter's notebook, and we all know that's not happening anymore but you know sort of in my mind's eye see see him replaced with this little computer or an iphone but wearing the same damn hat so i i don't, I, I don't think they wear those hats anymore i don't think so either um but but you know to follow on uh what what you were talking about dirk there's um this this idea that computers take jobs or that software eliminates uh, jobs and 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 
there there are little um incursions right um into into areas that uh can be highly creative like uh, you know not this particular baseball story but baseball writing can be very creative um and we talked a, a few episodes back about uh, ai going to art school right and and generating this faux rembrandt based on you know the the masters um back catalog of you know lovely paintings right and this ai was going to create this new painting so uh the the computer the software as creative force or as nominal creative you know uh this this uh rising uh creative element in our society you know as a creative person I I I always find that a little a little dodgy. I I know you may not have the the same problems with it that I do, but I feel like this baseball story falls into that same uh area. Yeah, you know, I I think that creativity as this special human thing is just it's a myth. I mean, creativity is just sort of the the manifestation of something unexpected, something less straightforward, and so that's um, you know, that's accomplished by some combination of need that just forces, um, you know, spontaneous uh, innovation or um, just by, by people's processors, people's minds and uh, problem-solving uh, machines, our internal machines, um, operating differently or I don't want to say necessarily better or worse, but creativity comes from, from people who are operating differently either due to... Um, due to the, the wiring and the piping that they have um, and or due to the way that they're solving problems or, or um, the context or, or a lot of different factors. None of that to me is special or unique and it's, it's just a matter of time before the most creative pursuits um, that humans uh, are able to, to express will be matched and, and exceeded by machines. And, you know, there's a lot I don't know on the engineering side, so I, I hesitate to put specific dates on it, but I know for a fact, like, you know, there are some things creatively that I'm really good at, and I know exactly how I could communicate to an engineer what the processes, what, what's going on that gets me from zero to really cool, funky, unexpected solution. And if I can do that, other people can do that. And once we're able to translate that into um, commands for for the machines, it's it's game set and match. And you know, I don't mean that from like a a scary oh my god, humans are irrelevant perspective, even though that's one possible long term outcome. But just from the perspective that you know, this creativity um, isn't uh, special. It's not protected. It's not safe. Um, it might be farther out before the machines are able to get there compared to the very sterile little minor league baseball game that you just related, but it, it is going to sort of inevitably come. And so, you know, rather than fear that or chafe against it, we just have to think about, you know, what, what next for us. Yeah. I, I, I do think there are, there are certain things, of course, that um uh you know the human mind is is quite good at and and certain things which which the ai can uh sort of easily take on um and clearly transferring uh 
baseball data into into narrative is one of those things that the AI can do. Um, also, it makes me wonder, uh, you know, how how they'll they'll handle. Uh, you know, football or basketball or hockey or golf or whatever the next the next thing is for uh, uh, for AI sports reporting. But I I think there there are aspects of of human thinking that are that are not so easy for for the software to replicate just yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, if you were planning on being a minor league sports reporter. Uh, to get your toe in the uh, toe in the door, then you might have to look elsewhere because the AP has got that filled with uh, uh, this piece of software now. Yeah, yeah. You know, I actually expect it won't be that long. So, I, I mean, one recent major um, sporting event was the NBA Finals, and it was mm-hmm. significant because there were there were these huge narrative arcs in the NBA this season around sure. Golden State with all the wins, LeBron James trying to win it for Cleveland. Um, Golden State up three to one in the series, and then Cleveland comes back to win it, which is unprecedented in in that particular sport. I think we're 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 probably close to a machine being able to tell the narrative of that story in a really good and compelling way. That if the way you consumed that story was clicking on a random garden variety news site, you know, CNN, Yahoo. Fox, ESPN, in looking at sort of the headline story, that it would be quite good, actually. Um, I, I even suspect that they might be able to do that now. But if not now, and probably not now, very soon I think that's possible. What I suspect will take longer will be for that story to reach the level of the very best human sports writers. I, I don't know who those people would be now, but if you look, if you talk about like, you know, from going back to the Fedora hat day, somebody like Grantland Rice, um, I, I think if Grantland Rice was taking on that and the, the supercomputer was taking on that, I think Grantland Rice would have the better story. He'd have the one that was just, it was a little richer, it was a little more, um, bringing a little bit more to the table, a little more humanity, whatever whatever you want to have. But I think from the standpoint of the mass market, of just getting a story that did a really nice narrative, emotional even, job, I think machines are going to get there pretty fast. Um, but at the peak of human performance, it's it's just going to take a longer time, probably similar to the progress of games like chess and, and Go, frankly. Listeners, remember that while you're listening to the show, you can follow along with the things that we're mentioning here in real time. Just head over to thedigitallife.com. That's just one L in the digital life and go to the page for this episode. We've included links to pretty much everything mentioned by everybody. So it's a rich information resource to take advantage of while you're listening or afterward if you're trying to remember something that you liked. You can find The Digital Life on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Player FM, and Google Play. And if you want to follow us outside of the show, you can follow me on Twitter at John Follett. That's J-O-N-F-O-L-L-E-T-T. And of course, the whole show is brought to you by Involution Studios, which you can check out at goinvo.com. That's G-O-I-N-V-O.com. Dirk? If you want to follow me on Twitter, you can follow me at D Niemeyer. That's at D-K-N-E-M-E-Y-E-R. And thanks so much for listening. So that's it for episode 163 of The Digital Life. For Dirk Niemeyer, I'm John Follett, and we'll see you next time.